Hello, 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 friends. Welcome back to another week of Cream in Your Coffee, hosted by yours truly, Katie. And honestly, I'm not sure if you're going to hear Anna and Simone this time around. We just got back from a nice long walk. Oh, they're pricking up at that that word. I shouldn't say that, but um, they are now kind of tired out from the physical activity of going around the block a couple times so you might not hear them but they are of course going to be in the background now before we venture too far into our episode today i would of course like to remind everyone that creaming your coffee is fueled by coffee over cardio feel free to check them out you can use the link in our bio or if you check out the coffee over cardio page just use the code 10 cream with a k to save on your order Now, Coffee Over Cardio is fantastic. They have everything from coffee to apparel. They also have what's called Hydrate. This has been my absolute best friend recently. Uh, My boyfriend got really fucking mad at me because he's like, you're not drinking enough water and this is probably why you feel faint all the time. You're not wrong, sir. So I have been really indulging in my hydrate recently mix a little bit of it into your water so it's a bit more flavored and it gives you a little invigorated boost nothing too caffeinated or anything like that but for me not drinking any water whatsoever this has been a lifesaver so i would highly recommend so feel free to head on over and check them out for some great snazzy products i am going to start off this week's episode by just diving into a personal story that happened recently because why the fuck not Um, This is my (laughs) weird pickup attempt this week. Um, It's been a beautiful weekend in Kingston, Ontario. It's felt like we've kind of gotten summer back, which has been absolutely phenomenal. And I'm so happy because my dogs are tinier and they don't really like the cold and the snow. That's not true. Anna loves the cold and the snow and Simone hates the cold and the snow. So it becomes very um, spicy. It's a very spicy situation once we come around to the cold winter months. So this last weekend has been fantastic because my dogs have actually wanted to be outside and it's been a nice weather for it and I'm here for it they want to be outside I want to be outside we want to enjoy the sun and the breeze and all that fun stuff so we're walking the dogs I'm just putting along I got both the leashes in one hand um, sending my boyfriend a text with the other hand and I'm looking up and there's one part on our regular route that you can kind of see this little intersection it's not on a main street so it's just like a stop sign and I see this SUV pull up to this intersection and turn onto the street that I am on. So that means I'm directly looking at this person, meaning that they are not on my side of the street. I look down for a second because I'm not really concerned with the traffic since I'm on the sidewalk, and I look up again and immediately hear this guy say, hi there, how's your day going? I'm like, good, thanks, how are you? This man has now crossed over into the wrong lane of traffic just to get my attention on the other side of the street. Red flag signals are going off in my head. Um, First of all, don't know why you're approaching me in your vehicle. I figured I'm either going to get kidnapped or you're going to try and steal my dogs. Um, And two, it's the middle of a fucking world pandemic. Don't know if you knew about that, but you probably shouldn't just be walking up to people and or driving up to them either and being like, hey, how's your day going? So I'm just trying to stay back and I'm like, "I'm, I'm great. Thanks. How are you? goes good thanks and he just keeps kind of pulling over to the side of the road where I'm at where I'm kind of inching away and as y'all know because I've said it before I carry a pocket knife with me when I walk the dogs so I'm like getting that ready in my other hand because I shoved my phone into my back pocket and the man says I just wanted to give you this and he kind of pauses and he reaches his hand out the window and it looks like he's holding like a $20 bill I make some good monies but that doesn't mean I'm gonna pass up a $20 bill I mean fucking sure so I'm kind of like 
skeptical, but I'm like, okay, I reach out and I'm like keeping my distance and I grab what he's holding. And as I grab it, he goes, I just wanted to give you this on the off chance you weren't married or had a boyfriend or anything like that. And I just kind of chuckled. I really don't, unless the guy is being an absolute perv, um, like in my place of work or anything like that, I don't believe in just like rudely shutting someone down. I feel like that's just, it's rude. So I just kind of chuckled. I was like, I'm really sorry. I I do have a boyfriend, but thank you very much. Anything other than that just sounds bad. I don't want to be like, fuck you, you fucking weird old man. Um, Oh, also didn't mention that he was probably in his mid-50s. And there's nothing wrong with that. But like, dude, know your audience. So I'm like, thank you. And he's just like, oh, okay. And he doesn't really say anything else. And I just didn't really just want to just like book it down the fucking road. So I'm like, but here you go. And I give him the paperback because I don't want this guy's phone number. I also want to make it very clear. So this man has written, I saw it, Corey was his name or at least that was the name on the paper that he wrote down. I saw this man turn the corner, okay? Either you have a bunch of pieces of paper in your car with your name and phone number written on it, or you just wrote that lickety-fucking-split fast because it was written very nicely. Like, imagine, like, your mother's old calligraphy writing. Like, that's what it looked like. And I was like, okay. So I give him the piece of paper back, and I just start to walk away. I'm like, have a good day, though. Like, just being nice and cheery. It's beautiful out. I'm not trying to get in a weird mood, but I also don't want to get kidnapped, like I said. And the guy kind of starts pulling away, but he does say out the window, I think you knew what I was saying, but okay. And I was like, "Uh, okay, I don't. Now, I (laughs) immediately start voice recording messages to my boyfriend who is back in Alberta. So he's on night shifts right now. So he was literally asleep. But that's why I started doing voice notes because I wanted it to look like I was on the phone just in case this guy like looped back around or something. Again, I want to make it clear, this man seems super duper harmless. But again, you're just pulled up to a random young woman on the street in the middle of a pandemic, no face covering on, just trying to give her some random piece of paper. Kind of weird. And at first I'm like, I don't really know what you were saying. I figured I answered your question. But now that I kind of think back on it, now that I'm recounting the story in my head, I'm kind of sure I may have seen a wedding ring on his finger. So maybe he was just trying to find a little side piece, but like super weird. Is that not weird? I'm definitely not trying to boast and be like, yes, the man tried to pick me up. Like, yeah, like I don't give a fuck. I'm more like, what the fuck? That's just weird, no? Is that not fucking weird? I mean, like I applaud you for your confidence and the answer is always no unless you ask. But like, was that last comment necessary, sir? No, probably not. But alas, I am clearly still here and I'm still alive and I do have both of my dogs, so no one got kidnapped, thank the Lord, and I definitely did not take that man's number, I gave it back to him, but you know what? (laughs) You miss 100% of the chances you don't take there, right buddy? Right, Corey? If you're listening to this, I'm sorry, but thank you. Very, very nice of you. Now, I hope you guys did really enjoy your weekend. Like I said, it's been absolutely gorgeous weather. I was lucky enough to have Saturday off. So like I said, I took the girls for a walk and I did some errands. I did have a light, a very light bout of social anxiety though. I, it's a weird concept to me. I I don't know if anyone else out there would like to speak about this um, because I know I'm definitely not the only person who has this, um, situation happen as several of you did message me when I posted about it but I I'll pull up to a shopping center so for instance this time it was uh, the Cataraki Town Center in Kingston that's like our our indoor mall uh, because we do have a few like strip malls and stuff like that as well and I'm just first of all I did get my eggnog latte from Starbucks so I was super stoked and I'm very excited about that and I will talk about that in a moment Um, but I just picked it up at Starbucks and like now that you have to wear masks in public centers 
I wasn't gonna like walk around holding it if I couldn't just sip it easily because I don't really know the rules when it comes to like taking your mask off to take a drink. I know you can do that at like a restaurant, but it just feels like if you're doing that while you're shopping, that's just really inconsiderate because you're obviously gonna be breathing on other things. It's not like you're literally, I don't know a single fucking person out there that's literally taking a sip or a bite of something and then putting their mask immediately back on. So didn't want to do that. So I pulled into a parking space and I was just enjoying the nice weather and I was listening to the Office Ladies podcast. So I was waiting for that episode to end while I finished and enjoyed my eggnog latte. Now, the longer I sat in my car, I had way more time, obviously, to look around and realize that there was a shit ton of cars in this parking lot. And like, it's a mall. So there's several parking lots to the mall. But in the one space I'm at, it's absolutely fucking packed. And sometimes this doesn't bother me. But sometimes it really does. And I really started to get anxious. My social anxiety started to go like through the roof for a hot minute. And I'm like, okay, maybe it's because I haven't really had my caffeine yet. I hadn't had a coffee at home before I left. So like, I just drank my coffee a bit. I honestly even rolled down my window and smoked a cigarette because I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, why, why do I feel like my head is going to explode right now? I didn't have very many things I had to do in the mall and I was in absolutely no rush to do anything. But Every single task, like even getting out of my car and walking from my parking space to the mall doors started to feel like a huge burden and it just freaked me out. When I posted my story on the Cream in Your Coffee Instagram page, voicing that I had social anxiety and like I was like, oh, I sit in my car for roughly 30 minutes before I go into the shopping center because like social anxiety takes over, blah, blah, blah. So I was in my car for 30 minutes when I posted that. I probably stayed in my car for another 15 to 20 minutes. So I ended up being in my car for like 45, 50 minutes. I almost sat in a mall parking lot for an hour after I drove there, just like calming my nerves. And so I finished my, you know, podcast episode I was listening to and I finished my coffee and then I put my mask on and I was like, all right, I'm just going to go ahead and do this. But like, does that, that sounds weird to me. I literally work in... The service industry, I see a bunch of people a day. I mean, it's definitely helping a bit now because we're not, we're legally not allowed to serve any groups larger than eight or 10, I want to say. So it's not like I'm getting groups of 20 to 40 people in like when we would serve like sports teams before, but I still see people all the time every day. And do I get anxiety sometimes during the day? For sure. But it's weird to me that when I'm literally all I'm doing is walking into a shopping center. I'm barely really interacting with people. The only interactions I'm going to have to really have with people is just paying at the cash register or asking an associate a question if I have a question, which didn't happen. Like I knew what I was going in for slash I was just going to browse. Like there's no reason for me to have social anxiety for that. What am I going to, my brain's going to overload because I have to say hi, have a nice day to the cashier, like the cashier. I don't know. So I really don't know why my brain does that. Maybe it's just because it was my day off and my downtime and I was fine all day up until I got there and then it just really overtook me. And like I said, it took me about an hour to finally get into the mall, but I was in and out from the mall within an hour. There was definitely a lot of people in the mall. I did see a lot of um, lineups at some stores like uh, Bath and Body Works and stuff like that. And I just kind of avoided those stores because I didn't need to go into them. But it just, it throws me off every time. Um, by no means am I like hundred percent, the most confident person you've ever met, but I can definitely hold my own in most situations. And it just definitely throws me through a loop when I do have these little bouts of social anxiety, because it just seems like it has no place in the time. Like there's no reason for it. And it just takes over, but a couple deep breaths to get through it. 
do something that makes you happy, calm your nerves and just push through. And that's exactly what I did. And I got all my errands done. And then I came back home and walked the dogs. And then that weird man tried to hit on me from his SUV. So weird day, but, (laughs) but overall I did get over the social anxiety, which is awesome. But Like I said, I'm sure I am not the only person out there that has this situation. One, because I had a few of you message me. And two, because I'm not that special. And (laughs) everyone has these types of situations happen. So if you do want to reach out and have a little discussion with me, we can talk about ways that you deal with your social anxiety or just anxiety in general, how you cope with it, and, and when it happens for you. I'm also interested to know what you do for a living. I I do know a lot of people that when they work from home and not just because of the pandemic, like a lot of people did work from home before. I know that that's because they don't necessarily like dealing with people. For instance, like my brother, um, he works for Rogers and because of the pandemic, he was asked to work from home. And I believe if I could be mistaken, but I believe they did offer him when things kind of started reopening again for him to come back in like into the office. And he's like, no, actually, I really prefer working from home. Um, And my brother has always been, I I wouldn't call him antisocial, but like one of his jobs prior, like when he was younger was like working at a gas station, but it was the late night hours in our small little town. And that was specifically because he didn't like dealing with people. So I could see why people like that might find it common that when they just leave their house in general, and they have to deal with groups of people, since they're not used to being around people, that would make sense that you have social anxiety. But for me, I just don't get it. (laughs) I am a hermit sometimes, but most of my day is spent around other people. So I don't know. I don't know what happened here, but feel free to reach out. We can have a little chitty chat, a little tete-a-tete about anxiety and how you deal with it. That would be lovely. So yeah, reach out friends. I'm a loner. I need someone to talk to. Now, as usual with this dumb fucking pandemic, things are changing every single day. What that means in Kingston, Ontario, is that things are actually being moved into separate tiers um, for being allowed to be open and how late businesses are allowed to be open. So things are going to be changing very, very soon, if not by the time this podcast comes out. Um, As a server myself, we were just able to wear masks at all time at our place of work so that we weren't getting any germs on anyone. Um, Now we have to wear eye coverings. I'm very lucky that at uh, the place where I work, um, my boss is allowing us to just get like non-prescription glasses that look cute and we can wear that. Um, I know that it is a difficulty for a lot of people wearing masks and glasses that they continuously fog up. I have yet to have that issue yet, but um, maybe that just has to do with exactly how fitted your mask is. Obviously, if you have a bit of a gap at the top, uh, you're going to get breath coming out and up into the lenses so I can see the issue but um, if I find an issue with that and then I find a solution I will let you guys know but as of right now I'm doing okay I was able to head on over to Claire's that's always my go-to for non-prescription glasses and I get to wear those now so I have two styles and they're also blue light blockers and because I use an iPad at work that's sort of helpful I guess Um, (laughs) but we all get to try out looking like sexy librarians now at work This is definitely one of those situations where I'm happy that I don't work at a corporate restaurant anymore. I did hear a rumor um, about a week ago from an employee of the last restaurant that I worked at that is a corporate restaurant, and they said that on top of wearing masks, they also have to wear visors now, like it was mandatory. Um, And I was like, wow, okay, really happy I don't work there anymore because that does not sound cute or fun and just honestly super fucking uncomfortable. Uh, but then a few days later, I heard from my boss that this was in fact true, that servers had to wear 
eye coverings. And like I said, though, we were lucky enough for him to be very lenient and say we could just grab like safety goggles or uh, non-prescription eyeglasses. Or of course, if you already wear eyeglasses, then fucking throw those on and Bob's your uncle. But thank God, because there's no way you would not be catching me dead wearing a fucking visor and a mask. I honestly, I might sound really stupid saying this. Wouldn't be the first time, but I really don't get it. I don't understand the reasoning for this. Uh, I know that it is a respiratory infection or whatever the fuck COVID-19 is specifically. So that means if you get any bacteria with the virus, like in your eyes or in your lungs, that's, that's where the issue comes from. The mask I understand because then we're not spreading from person to person. There's a lot more likelihood of me accidentally spitting on you or breathing on you when I'm talking to you if I wasn't wearing a mask. However, the eyeglasses thing I feel like should just be the server's like option because it's not like I'm going to walk over to a table and blink on you and then eye goop is going to fall out of my eye. If that's happening, there's a whole other fucking problem we need to deal with. <laughs> Anna, why are you sneezing? Um, and it's, it's not happening. So... I don't really understand, and, and when I said this to my boyfriend, like, I, I told him that that was a new thing that was happening here, because where he is in BC, like, they don't wear masks anywhere, like, the province is, it's in a different phase, it's doing whatever the fuck it wants, right, that's, that's allowed, um, and he's like, that's dumb, I feel like that just means that instead of you being able to take your mask off at a table in Ontario, um, then when the server's talking to you, you should just put the mask on, and then that would not make the server have to wear glasses as well, or a visor, or whatever, He's not wrong, um, but at one point the law did change back to if you're at a restaurant, you need to have your mask on. Even if you're at a table in your own space, if the server is talking to you, your mask should be on. And if you're not eating or drinking actively, your mask should be on. Um, so that actually was the law, and he wasn't wrong to say that, but no one is actually following that. And it's super hard as a server, especially when you have other tables and you're doing other things, I'm not there to be a babysitter. I, as much as we've had to babysit already, just people walking through the restaurant to the bathroom and things like that without the mask on, I don't have time to specifically go to every single table and say, hi, you're not actually eating or drinking right now, can you please put your mask back on? So I think because that wasn't being policed as well as it could have been and people weren't really following that rule, that's why this precaution for the glasses has happened. Uh, but I'm not going to fight it. I like my job. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing and it's not the worst thing in the world. But if it continues to get more dumb like this, I don't really know what we're going to do because I mean, imagine they were like, now you have to wear gloves and change them between every table. There would be literally no time to do your actual job. Honestly, like people would be getting pissed off because you're going out to a restaurant and like it's taking way longer than it should. People are already past that leeway period where they're like, oh, thank you so much for working during a pandemic. We appreciate you and we understand there's rules we need to follow. They're fucking over it. Um, there's very few people now that are actually trying to follow these rules to the T. I've been finding, like, guest-wise, they'll just come in and they, like, they're like, oh, I don't understand why it's taking you longer to do this. Well, because there's now, like, 15 extra steps in between each thing that we do. So the novelty is not a good word. But the novelty of it being, like, a brand-new situation that people are understanding that there's more steps behind everything has definitely worn off. Anna agrees. Um, so... I guess we'll see how this progresses with the eyeglasses thing, and I'll definitely let you know how long that stays in effect. But uh, like my boss said, I guess we are learning if we look hot in glasses. I guess that's going to be our task for this month and this round of new laws during COVID. Mm. 
this week I was heavily, heavily influenced (laughs) by one of my favorite podcasts to watch two things on Netflix and I was not disappointed. So the first thing is I was listening to The Morning Toast, which is a fantastic podcast. I would definitely recommend it. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere where podcasts are found. It is run by two beautiful women and it is stationed in New York. They are fantastic and honestly hilarious. And it's, I believe, pretty much every day they record this. Um, So it's definitely something fun to keep along to. And every day they give you like the fast five facts that you need to know before you take a bite into your morning toast. Um, That's their little slogan, and I I just love it. Um, They're full of positivity, but the one thing that they were talking about um, in one of the episodes this week were these two Netflix, like, shows and movies, and I, honestly, I was like, yeah, for fuck, yeah, yeah, for fuck's sake, let's fucking dive on into these things. So I headed on over to Netflix, and as you guys have probably seen, Netflix did release a new Netflix show. It's a limited series, and it's called The Queen's Gambit. Um... I like things that look like kind of old timey. Like, of course, now that I say that, I can't think of, like, I'm literally drawing a blank on all the shows I was just going to say, for fuck's sakes. It'll come back to me later in the episode and I'll just shout them out and you guys will be like, okay. But like, what I mean is that the show clearly is not set in 2020. Um, That being said, there is another show that I was currently watching and it is set in 2020. It's also good. And I will talk to you about that in a moment as well. But anyways, The Queen's Gamut looked interesting, but it wasn't anything that was like, catching my eye like I desperately need to watch this right now Um, I do definitely get into these cycles of just watching the exact same shows over and over and I've talked about that before it's just comforting Um, things like Modern Family or The Office or Family Guy um, New Girl things like that I will literally just watch it over and over and beat it into the ground because I have nothing better to do Um, so sorry because I have the windows open because it's so nice Anna keeps hearing people outside and because I live in an apartment building she thinks people are trying to break into my apartment which is not true so she's trying to be a good watch chonk right now and it's disrupting my life Anastasia but it's fine um yes so it this wasn't something that I was like I really need to watch this but once I listened to that episode of the morning toast where they were talking about it um it gave me just a little bit of insight into the show and what exactly it entailed and it made me really want to watch it Sorry, that one was Simone this time. I said it made me really want to watch it. So I ended up diving into it and I instantly became obsessed. Like, I am really bad at having my phone in my hand when I'm watching a show. And for this one, it was like phone down. I want to see what's going on. So it's about this young orphan and how she gets into just falling in love with the world of chess. And she is essentially a chess genius. And it follows her story And I I don't want to give too much away, but it is absolutely fantastic. And I think it's really empowering for women as well. So I would highly recommend that you guys take the time to head on over to Netflix and check out that limited series. It's called The Queen's Gambit. Um, I want to say there's maybe seven episodes. I don't remember exactly now, but it's definitely worth the watch. You're not going to want to stop watching it. So that was the first thing. The second thing that they influenced me to um, watch this week was Holiday. Now, I'm not going to lie to you guys, I did pass out during the middle of this movie. I wouldn't even say the middle, Um, but that's not because it was boring. It's because I was 
genuinely just super baked after a long day of work and I saw it and I was like oh this is something I wanted to watch and then I put it on and I passed the fuck out on the couch and it was game over so I did have to give it a rewatch. Uh, Emma Roberts is just hilarious first of all she's good in everything and the premise of this movie is that you have exactly what the title is a holiday. so you can't you don't want to look for someone to bring on a date to holidays because then they feel like they have some sort of like relationship with you. You just want someone to bring so that you don't have to deal with awkward situations. So you find just a date for the holidays and you know that there are no strings attached. So that on its own is just an interesting plot to a movie and I'm not going to give away the ending to it either because that would just be a spoiler. So I'm not going to do that, but it's called Holiday. And it is again on Netflix, so head on over and give those two things a watch. Um, they're two of the newer things on Netflix right now. And like I said, sometimes it takes me a long time to really be like, okay, I'm going to watch this now. I I did it, and I'm happy I did it. Dive on in there. And I, I don't know on this count either. I, I think when it's a limited series, that means it's not going to be on Netflix forever. So I would definitely watch that. ASAP just in case they remove it. Now the other thing I was saying I did watch that was based in 2020. I have not finished it yet uh, because I was watching it with my boyfriend when he was in town but uh, he's actually finished it and honestly we were watching it on my Amazon Prime so I could probably finish it now too since he's gone. It's not like I'm going ahead without him but The Boys, um, very good. If you're into superhero hero anything I would recommend. Um, But if you're not into superhero things, I would still recommend because it's not like your typical Marvel or anything like that. It's like a real life based situation. And it is based in 2020. Um, Pretty much where like superheroes are just completely commercialized. And all the effects of things that like anyone that really thinks about movies, this is going to kind of, it's going to hit home for you. So for instance, for me, when I'm watching a movie, if I was watching like a superhero movie, and a villain or a superhero like bust through a fucking building and then there's all this damage done to the building I'm always like who the fuck is paying for that like <laughs> you guys just did so much damage to the city like I'm pretty sure that's like covered in like the Incredibles I want to say I haven't watched that in a while but like pretty much they're like superheroes are like ruining the city like who's holding them accountable so this is like the real world like it's not like live action or anything weird like that like it's just real people acting this out and it's a very good storyline it's called the boys and you can find it on amazon prime but it's about these superheroes and what's going on behind the scenes and like are they really super villains and like there's a whole corporation behind them and it's actually super duper interesting so coming from someone that doesn't switch up what they watch that often I would highly recommend those three shows slash movies so that was on Netflix The Queen's Gambit which is a tv show Holiday, which is a movie and then on Amazon Prime I would recommend signing up for Amazon Prime just to watch this there are two seasons now so it's worth it of The Boys definitely look those up guys and let me know what you think Also, let me know if you like my recommendations for shows and movies. Like, I kind of do a little recap on them. It's not the best thing you've ever heard. By no means am I, like, creaming your coffee slash rotten tomatoes. But, like, (laughs) my opinion matters, right? (laughs) My dogs care. They're looking at me like they don't. But it's fine. You guys are going to watch whatever I tell you to watch because I pay for your rent, dogs. You live here rent-free. You will watch whatever I fucking say. Simone's like, okay, mom. (laughs) sweet little babies and of course I told you guys 
earlier in the episode, I finally got my hands after saying I wanted one in my last episode, literally like the day after the episode dropped, I was able to get my hands on an eggnog latte. Holy balls was I so happy um I also had one of the creme brulee lattes not as good I'm more of an eggnog girl myself oh 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 I have two sides of my body girls we can snuggle we can all snuggle together we don't have to fight dear lord welcome to my life guys hi little babies I've got dogs that think they're like badass but they're really not okay you guys just fight it out you're fine Anyways, I finally got my hands on an eggnog latte and boy, oh boy, was I fucking happy. Um, Liz Pickles also messaged me um, a picture of like different flavored eggnogs that are PC brand from Food Basics or No Frills. I can't remember now, but the next time I hit up Loblaws, I'm definitely going to check it out. I could always just like buy eggnog and put it in as my creamer for things but like I want an alcoholic eggnog so <laughs> she wasn't able to find that unfortunately but she did send me a photo of some fun looking eggnog and she said that they have different flavors so I'll definitely check that out and I will definitely let you guys know if I am able to concoct any fun little cocktails with that like alcoholic coffees or honestly like just some alcoholic eggnogs like I'll fuck with that I was talking to my boss um the other day as well and he said that around Christmas time he always looks out for um peppermint or like candy cane Smirnoff vodka they have that flavor and it's seasonal so he'll buy at least a bottle of that for the bar he was saying and then all Christmas season he will drink peppermint white Russians holy shit, like that blew my mind. I'm not usually like a white Russian person, but if it had that flavor of peppermint with the milk, yeah. Or like, I don't know, would it still be a white Russian if you used eggnog with the peppermint vodka? I don't know. I think we got something there, guys. I'm going to give that a try when I can get my hands on this peppermint vodka and I'll let you know. Ew. Sorry, I'm not saying ew to the vodka. I'm saying ew because Anna just came over to me and just like dropped a dollop of drool on my foot yeah I love you too babe love you too yeah just walk away like nothing fucking happened you're cool don't spit on you and then walk away what the fuck <sighs> anywho because I did not start the episode off with my weird news story this week we're gonna throw it right in here before our would you rather segment so our fun news segment for this week is that Trojan Trojan man that's not it it's more of a lower I should have done that lower whatever. Y'all know what I'm doing. Trojan, the condom brand. Everyone knows what the fuck Trojan is. Um, Trojan launched their first sex toy for men. It's called Tantrix. It's a pleasure sleeve. Just visualize that for a minute. So they're branding this by saying it's encouraging sexual wellness with a masturbation sleeved designed for slow, slow, <laughs> designed for solo or couples play and they advise that you use it with their water-based lubricant. Now, it's actually a pretty low price point. I'm, like, if I was a dude, I would buy this. I would buy this for my boyfriend for Christmas as a joke. Like, six US dollars. That's not that expensive. Considering some female masturbation toys can range anywhere from $6 to $600 plus, $6 US is very, very inexpensive for a male sex toy. So kudos to you. Oh, Anna's killing her toy pig. Sorry about that. Noise in the background there. We're going to hear it again in a minute, I'm sure. Anyways, for $6, I can see why it is already sold out on Amazon. Like, I would buy that as a gag gift for someone or just for someone like 
my guy friends. I'd be like, here, babe, got this for you. Thinking about you in quarantine. There you go. So from what I'm gathering from this, guys, (laughs) it's pretty much like, think of like a fleshlight, but like not all the way around. It's like a little thing that you put in your hand and it's, it's calling it a pleasure sleeve, but like depending on the girth of your penis, it's not going to go all the way around your penis. So it's pretty much just giving you a textured piece of (laughs) whatever. It's a textured toy that you're going to put in your hand before you whack yourself off with a hand job or your partner gives you a hand job and it's like ribbed for his pleasure rather than ribbed for her pleasure. That's not a direct quote. That's all me. You're welcome. So, I mean, even though it's sold out on Walmart though, guys, on Walmart, it's sold out on Amazon. You can still find it in Walmart. So that is a plus. Now, I don't know if this is just in the United States of America. I will maybe do a little bit more of a deep dive here and see if I can procure some stores in Canada that you guys can get this at. Um, Or if you're interested in just looking it up, it is, you can find it by just Googling Trojan with the word Tantrix and it's spelled T-A-N-T-R-I-X. I'm sure you could also look up Trojan Pleasure Sleeve and that would pop up as well. I don't know if other weird things will pop up on your browser if you search that, so I'm sorry in advance. If weird things do pop up on your browser, send them to me because I like weird things. (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's my interesting little news story. I also think it's interesting that that's like news because I mean, like (laughs) it's a sex toy. I'm sure it's like, it's not the first sex toy ever, but I guess for Trojan, it's the first sex toy for men that they have put out. Um, I don't know if Trojan carries like butt plugs. I don't think so, but I'm pretty sure that can be classified as unisex. Guys like things in their butts too. That doesn't mean that you are homosexual if you like something in your butt. So yeah. Also like cock rings too. Like some guys like having cock rings on, not just for the female. I guess this is just like the first sex toy that they have released that is only for men. Can be used by a woman for a man, but it is predominantly for the man. So that's interesting. Just thought I'd let you guys know on some fun sexual stuff because that's the kind of shit I throw into this podcast. You're welcome. Um, But definitely uh, give it a little look up. Give it a little look up. Get it for you. Get it for a friend. Get it for you and a friend. Six dollars is not too shabby. Without further ado, let's just jump right into this week's Would You Rather segment. And this week it is geared a little bit more towards... Christmas, Hanukkah, holiday shopping, gift giving and holiday shopping. Okay, would you rather, do, 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 do. okay, first question here, sorry, had to pull it up. Would you rather do all of your holiday shopping ahead of time or would you rather do it last minute? I don't think there, I mean, I didn't think that there was anyone really out there that wanted to do their holiday shopping last minute. I guess there is the few people that I might know offhand that don't like doing it ahead of time because they don't like the crowds, but like last minute's just as bad, I guess. But people definitely did answer and say last minute, but uh, 67% of people said that they would rather do their holiday shopping ahead of time, which as you guys all know, I agree with. Question number two, would you rather shop online or shop in store? Now, I guess this does not necessarily pertain to gift giving or the holiday season. That could just be gifts for yourself. This one was legitimately just 50-50. Split right down the fucking middle. 50%, 50%. 
I'm surprised by this, but I get it. Some people don't like going to the stores and some people don't like ordering online. I didn't used to like ordering any clothing online because I just found like even the measurements were fucked up and then like you have to wait for it and then you got to send it back and it's just a whole thing if it's not good. Anyways, in-store shopping, you just get that immediate gratification, but now we have things like Amazon Prime where you get things the next day. And as I said before, Amazon Prime is quite dangereux, but totally worth it. But 50-50, I think it, like it's, like I said, it does depend on the situation for myself. Um, I do buy some gifts online um, and I do buy some things in store. I do like browsing in stores though, like that's part of the fun of shopping. But especially recently, you don't get to like hang out in the store as much if that makes any sense because find people are still rushing a little bit with the whole, you know, pandemic thing or whatever. <laughs> All right. Third question. Would you rather have a secret Santa style gift giving or buy for everyone? Oh, and I misspelled that. I wrote, but for everyone, obviously I'd rather, but for everyone. <laughs> now 62% of you agreed and said you would rather, but for everyone, <laughs> which really meant, would you rather buy for everyone? It's not that I dislike Secret Santa. It's just like sometimes you find the perfect thing for certain people and like you just stumble upon it and you just really want to give that person a gift. And when you do Secret Santa or like that kind of game or way of gift giving, it does limit you a little bit. And sometimes you don't get someone that you necessarily would know what to get for. I also don't have a very large group of people to buy for though. It's not like I have like 15 siblings and cousins. Like I know a lot of larger families that would end up being quite expensive. So I can understand why that would be preferred. But like I said, 62% of people agreed with me and said that they would rather buy for everyone. But I do get both sides of that. And our last question this week, would you rather receive a tangible gift? So like something physical or receive a gift card to somewhere that you do enjoy shopping? Now, this is a very valid question. I know some people really don't like gift cards. I don't necessarily like giving gift cards um, only because I feel like you're not really putting a lot of thought into the gift necessarily. Um, But if it's somewhere that you enjoy shopping or like you don't know exactly what the person wants or they've specifically asked for the gift card, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, If it's like in addition to another gift, nothing wrong with that. And this is obviously my opinion, guys. This is not fact um, fun gifts that are always good, uh, for like new couples or weddings is you can actually get a nice wallet and then fill it with gift cards of different restaurants to go to. Like that kind of situation is very thoughtful and that's sweet. But if you're just literally getting someone that you like should be getting a like pretty decent gift for a gift card, I can see how that would be construed as like not giving a fuck. Anywho's, 67% of people said that they would rather receive a physical gift. Now, there's always the, the, the possibility that you might not necessarily like the gift that you are given, but at least there was some thought put behind it, and at least you have something right there, right now. Like, if you were had to have to open, like, all gift cards on Christmas, you're not, like, having that fun, like experience you know you're like oh my god I just opened this like when you were a kid and you got a new toy and you just played with it right away now that's like tech things and puppies I don't know (laughs) but uh, like I would agree I would I would definitely prefer to get the physical gift for sure does that make me shallow no it's fine now before I say goodbye to you folks today I am going to just point out and 
take a moment to remember that it is Remembrance Day today, and I would genuinely hope that everyone in Canada, to say the very least, uh, including everyone else, hopefully, is taking a moment to remember those that fought for us here in Canada. So happy Remembrance Day, and uh, lest we forget. Well, with that, my friends, we are going to sign off for this week. I'm tired. I need a nap. (laughs) I think that's like, that's the first you've heard that from me other than maybe like caffeine deficiency. I mean, it's not that I'm not caffeinated. I'm just like, ooh, adulting is hard, you know? (laughs) Anyways, guys, I love you lots. And make sure whatever platform you're listening on, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is, leave a comment, leave a review. Leave us a five-star review. Anna and Simone will be very happy. I'll send you a personal dog photo if you leave me a review on your podcast platform that you listen on. And then send it to me, a little screenshot, and you'll get yourself your own personal photo of Anna Simone all looking cute and shit. I think that's a pretty good fucking dealio. Woo! Anyways, you guys, make sure you follow Cream in Your Coffee on Instagram as well, both cream and coffee, both spelt with a K, and I'll see you guys next week.